0: well happy new year Uh, 2022 is here Uh, we want to do something a little bit different this week just for this one week uh, to give uh, the daily teachers uh, a chance to just simply share uh, what God has been doing in, in our lives uh, over the last year and, and what we see God currently doing. And so a bit of a break from, from the usual uh, expositional going through the text and, and, and more of a, just a, a personal chance for reflection of what God is doing in us. And hopefully there's an encouragement uh, for you in those messages as well. Uh, coming out of this week into next week, next week we're going to be continuing in the, the Gospel of Matthew. So picking it up in Matthew chapter three, we'd work through sort of the first couple of chapters, uh, which was the Christmas story, and now chapter three, we're going we're gonna to work our way through Matthew all the way till Easter when we when we encounter the crucifixion. Uh, and so uh, we're going to be doing a series in Matthew, which is uh, really exciting to be in a gospel. Uh, for me, as I've been thinking about what God is doing in my life this year, um, I think there's, there's probably lots of different threads and, 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 and lots going on. Um, but one thing in particular that keeps coming up time and again, I think is uh, illustrated for me in this story from summer of 2020. Uh, We were on a camping trip in Whistler. Our our family had gone and uh, we were doing lots of bike riding. Uh, There are tremendous bike riding trails around Whistler and so we did a lot of it. Uh, And uh, coming back up to our campsite though, uh, there was a really steep uh, uphill climb. And uh, the girls were were just kind of able to to do it, um, but Hudson and his tiny little legs and his one-speed bicycle He just couldn't quite get there. He would get about halfway up and he'd stall out and he'd hop off his bike and then, really sad and embarrassed, he'd have to walk his bike up and really kind of grumpy, uh, every day walk his bike up to to the trailer. One of the last days we were there, uh, I, I tucked in behind him at the beginning of this hill. I got it right in behind him on my bike, and I started to just encourage him. Say, "Come on, man, you can do it. Go, go, go!" And I got really vocal and really loud, and and the old football coach in me kind of came out. Uh, and, and I kept pushing him. Like, "Come on, man, don't think about the pain. Just just one leg after another. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Don't give up." And I was encouraging him and cheering him and yelling. And I mean, it was all very positive. Um, and, and I could see him in a moment that where he really wanted to give up, but he kept pushing his legs down and he's grunting and and and, and, and wincing really at the pain that's going on in his legs. Um, but I, I keep cheering him on and, and he, he's going so slowly that he's almost at the point where his bike's almost falling over. He's just barely keeping it going, but he keeps pushing. He keeps going on. I keep cheering him. We, we round the last corner and I'm so proud of him and I'm so excited and I'm letting him know all these things. And then. Just as we as we get up onto the, the top of this hill, he finally caresses it. He gets up to the top of the hill. It's then just a, sh- a short coast, uh, down a, a short decline to the trailer, and, and I, I race with him and, and I jump off my bike. I don't even put the kickstand down, I just jump off. I'm ready to give him high fives and cheer him and hug. But I was shocked because he 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 turned, he threw his bike down, and he looked at me and crossed his arms and he said, I did not like. That! And he stormed into the trailer, slammed the door, and cried for a while. And I was flabbergasted. Uh, What just happened? He made it up the hill. I was so excited to see him do it. He should be so proud of himself, and instead he's just upset and sad in the trailer. And um, it really forced me, and still forces me to do some, some reflection on, 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 hey, we, we did it, but at what cost, what cost was there to, to relationship? Was it worth, apparently what it took out of him? Uh, and, and I continue to struggle with this as I wonder if there's something in it that God is trying to teach in me, in how, uh, you know, in my own life, um, in my parenting, uh, and also in the way that I pastor. Six years ago, uh, I came to New Life. And my vision in in young adults and and in the church was really to create a movement. I wanted to see a movement of people coming to faith, of coming alive in Jesus. And so we started uh, the seven on Sunday nights. And my vision and my hope and what I was working towards was to have this movement that was exploding and and, and growing too big for the the church. And having an overflow and then moving to the local theater and having people worshiping in the local theater. And and that was the vision I had and what I was driving towards. Um, And we saw some initial growth and I was very excited and we kept pushing and pushing. Um, but yet, uh, the growth kind of slowed down. Um, we kind of leveled off and plateaued, and and I felt this this lingering frustration, this discontent. And it wasn't at anyone in particular. It was it was with myself and 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 with God. This frustration of of why can't we get to this thing? Don't you want a movement? Don't you want people coming to faith? And and really wrestling with it uh, up until the time that COVID hit. It felt like I was in this tug of war, always pulling, always trying to pull on this thing to make it happen. And that was up to me and I just needed to force it. In. And, 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 you know, fair enough, it probably came across, even in the way that I preached, I was just trying to force this thing to happen. I had ambition to do big things for God. But then over the last year and a half, uh, you know, we had to shut down and COVID has changed a lot of stuff. And, uh, and for me, God has really forced me to slow down. Um, He's forced me to to walk with more grace uh, and with more patience. I feel like sometimes I just want to pick people up and I want to carry them into the kingdom. Uh, I just want to force it. I want to grab people just like I wanted to just sort of force Hudson uh, with all the great intention in my heart. I wanted to force Hudson, just get up that hill, man. It's going to be so great if we can get up and I just want to pick people up and carry them. Uh, But I think one of the things I've learned is that people don't really like to be picked up. And often the end result is really just I throw my back out. And, and so the last year and a half has forced me really to be learned, just to be faithful with the things that God has put in front of me in the moment. To be faithful with the things He's calling me to do. And that I, that I can't control anything outside of, uh, of myself faithful to, to the tasks and the opportunities and trust the end result to him and, and um, the, the verse for me that really resonates is in found in first timothy first timothy chapter six um, where, where paul says but godliness with contentment is great gain and then he, he expounds on that a little bit more down in verse 11 but as for you O man of god flee these things these are things of the world uh, worldly ambitions Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called um, and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Uh, and so I think the thing that I'm learning is to take in, amb- it's this wrestle between contentment and ambition. And where do you press in and how do these things balance in, in my life and in my ministry? Uh, and so I think what, what I see here in Paul, and I'm still processing it, and, and these dailies are probably going to be uh, really just sort of revealing um what God is doing in our life, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's an, a finished story uh, and, and all wrapped up, but but I'm still wrestling with this this struggle between, this tension between contentment and ambition. And I think what I'm seeing here in, in Timothy and, and what God is calling in me is to be ambitious uh, about my own my own life, about my own character, my own integrity, my own holiness, my own relationship with God, uh, and to be, to be ambitious and to be driven in those things, uh, the, the pursuit of godliness. And 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 simply to be faithful what He's given me to do on a day-to-day basis. And not have to control the externals. That my contentment can be found in Him. And the externals can take care of themselves and I trust God with those things. And so not placing maybe so much much work and, and struggle in trying to see an end result in someone else's life. Um, but rather coming alongside what God is already doing in their lives and not having to force it or create it or convict it or lead it. Um, And so for me, this is, is, I think, what God is teaching me is is to be ambitious for growth in my own life, to be ambitious for for more godliness, to repent of sin more quickly, um, to pursue Him with more passion and then simply to trust from day to day, this contentment of God is gonna give me what he wants me to be about today. He's gonna reveal that to me when I'm ready for it and to do my best at it and then trust him with the results, not having to force the results, not having to you know strive for this ambition of what I think a life or ministry or, or the church should look like, but trust him with all of it. And so um, that's that, that's what God has been, has been doing in me. It's, it's not a finished story yet. It's still a work in progress. Um, but um, maybe it's something for you to be thinking about as well today of of that that balance, that tension between contentment and ambition. And what are you pursuing? What are you chasing after? And this is what God is calling you to chase after. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you're patient with us. Thank you that... Uh, you use sinners saved by grace, just like me. Um, that you're not, you're not afraid of our mistakes, but that you continue to be faithful and you continue to show grace. So God, help us to, uh, to be ambitious, to pursue you, to pursue godliness, and to be content with the externals, content with you, that you would be enough. And Father, we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Well, I hope that, uh, that this week is, uh, is great for you as we, as we start into this new year um, with all of the hopes and expectations that we have here at the beginning of a new calendar year. Uh, I'm excited for what God is going to do, um, but I'm not going to try and force it or control it. I'm going to try and be faithful to what He's calling me to from day to day. Hey, I love you. Talk to you soon.